Welcome to Run to Thrive, a show for runners who are ready to live, lead, and run with more energy, engagement, and enjoyment in their everyday life. Each episode, you'll gain insight, inspiration, and motivation, and hear from leaders, influencers, and everyday heroes who run to fuel their success in life and work so that you can learn how to thrive on the run and beyond. I'm Matt Mills, a professional life, leadership, and running coach. And I'm so excited that you're here so that you can discover how running can help you step into your greatest potential and develop a stronger body, mind, and spirit. Ready to go? Let's get moving. Ben Franklin once said that if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. And I've heard this a lot, and I think it's something that most people overlook when they're trying to create more growth and momentum for themselves, whether it's in their training, in their business, or in their careers, and as leaders. When you want to accomplish big goals, the vision for your finish line is really important and probably the most important step. But once you have that vision for where you want to go, the inevitable next question is, how do I get there? The fun part is creating that vision of your ideal finish line But without a training or a race plan or an effective strategy, it can unravel pretty quickly and it feels like you're running without knowing where you're going to end up. A vision for the finish without a strategy or a plan is like knowing where you want to go on vacation and just getting on a plane and hoping you'll figure it out when you get there. And this was something that I've even experienced even in my own running career. I remember the first time that I ever ran a marathon, to say that I was winging it was an understatement. I had been running for years. I ran collegiately. I ran half marathons. And I went into this marathon without really planning much for the race or for my training. It was new to me. And I thought I'd be okay to make it through based on the type of training that I was already doing. And I incorporated a couple of long runs here and there. And I thought I'd just be able to go out there and do well enough. So what happened was I went out and I felt awesome. And I crossed the marker at the half marathon point. I look over at the clock and it was my fastest time that I had ever run. So needless to say, I struggled for the second half of that race. In fact, I probably walked most of it, and it wasn't fun. I crossed the finish line. I was in pain. It was great that I finished my marathon, but it just wasn't the experience that I was hoping for. And whatever time goal that I had certainly wasn't achieved. So at first, I thought I would never run a marathon again, But that passed after a couple of weeks, and then I started to realize I wanted a do-over. But I realized that what I needed most in order to succeed for the next race was to have a strategy in place, because my approach just wasn't working. And as one of my coaches told me once, spaghetti is not a strategy, meaning throwing stuff up against the wall and seeing what sticks just doesn't really work. And a lot of times, that's how we approach planning and strategizing is that we think we know what the goal is and we'll just see how it goes along the way. So for my second marathon, I made sure I had that strategy in place. And I put together a 12-week plan with the help of a coach friend of mine and also planned for my race as well. I planned for my pacing, my nutrition, everything. And it made my training easier. And I went out and I ran 23 minutes faster than my first race. And I know that what the difference was, was having that strategy. And I see this time and again with leaders and runners. They have a goal and they have that vision. And a lot of times they just show up and see what happens. Or they do what they think they need to do. 
They are so focused on the finish and achieving that vision, but not a lot of thought goes into the training or the race plan. But whatever we want to accomplish, a plan is so vital in order to achieve those goals. If you want to hit a particular race goal or build your business or experience personal growth, you have to have the strategy put together to do that. And it doesn't have to be as daunting as it may seem. You want to plan like a marathoner. A good marathon plan is usually 12 to 16 weeks, and it has your daily and weekly goals and covers everything that you need to do to put you in a position to succeed. You literally hit the ground running each and every week from the start of that strategy all the way to the end. Why is it that a 12-week plan works so well as opposed to a year plan? Well, mostly because things change, but it also makes that plan, those goals, and everything else that you want for yourself achievable. If you were training for a race that was over a year away, you might not be as disciplined until it came time to be. If something feels really far away, you might not feel that motivation to do what you need to do right now. So it helps to break it up into a plan that can be really easily manageable for you. Think of the times when you've had to set those yearly goals. You often see this with companies and organizations, but you often see this at work when you might have an annual review period. And honestly, I hear a lot of people that struggle with this. They aren't really sure of what they can accomplish in one year. So a lot of times the goals they set for themselves for the next year can be inaccurate or they're making something up. And then it's put away until the end of the year and you're scrambling to hit those goals. But if you think of planning three months at a time, it makes it so much more easily approachable and achievable. And then when you hit those goals at those three months, you gain that confidence, and then you can easily pinpoint how it is that you can improve upon those goals for the next three months, six months, and ultimately you're getting to the end of that year and you're starting to look back and see everything that you've achieved for yourself. Here's why a solid 12-week plan or strategy can really help. It can help keep you focused. There are a lot of diversions that are going to come your way, and they might be in many forms. So when that happens, you can stay focused on what your plan or strategy has for you so you're not getting off track. It also makes achieving your vision much more manageable. Having that really big vision for what you want to accomplish for yourself, whether it's in one year, two years, or five years, or however long it is, sometimes those visions can seem really far off and big, as they should be. They should be something that gets you really, really excited and motivated in order to take the steps in order to get there. But sometimes thinking of all of the steps that you need to go from point A to point Z can feel really intimidating. So having that 12-week plan can really make achieving your vision much more manageable. And a 12-week plan can also give you a sense of direction. So think of it like a race map or mile markers on a race course. It'll help tell you where you're going and let you know if you're on the right track. And another reason why a 12-week plan or strategy can help is that it helps you to anticipate challenges before they come. It takes the guesswork out of some things that might come your way. So where do you start if you're not really sure how to put your plan together? You might have that vision and you're not really sure, what is it that I need to put together in order to get there? So that's where you can start. Look to your big grand vision as a starting point, and then pick the top two or three things that matter most to you. Start with what's exciting to you and then work backwards. And if you need to help beyond that, you can always look to others for inspiration. 
start to look and see what plans have worked for others. And that might give you an idea of what are the things that you need to put into your own plan that might work for you. And when you're ready to put together that plan, there are three main components that are essential. And the first is that it addresses your priorities. And your priorities are things that are really present focused. What are the things that need to be done now in order to move forward to achieve your goals and make everything worthwhile? Addressing your priorities can also help if you're having trouble determining some of your concrete goals. Start with what's really urgent for you and what you really want to address now so that that can help you to know what is it you need to plan for and what is it you need to achieve before then you can move on to the next step. And once you've identified and addressed those priorities, then you can move on to planning for the goals that you want to achieve. So what is it that you want to accomplish? And think of the hard and the soft goals. So hard things are really those things that are quantifiable. Soft goals might be goals that are more internal. And you want to take into consideration the end of the plan goals. So where is it that you want to be at the end of those 12 weeks? And then also the weekly goals. And there are three components to having really strong goals in place so that you can have the right goals as part of your plan or strategy. One component is that it needs to be achievable. Either you're going to hit it or you're not. It needs to contribute to the larger goals. So if it's a weekly goal that you're trying to accomplish, that's going to contribute to the end of the plan goals, and the end of the plan goals are going to reach towards your vision. And also that they excite you. Once you've determined your goals, then you can move on to establishing the tactics. And these are those actual steps that you will need to take to get there, to actually achieve the goals that you want. These are steps that are 100% in your control, and it helps to have three to five tactics for each goal. So let's take a look at a couple of examples. So let's say you have your vision around finishing your first marathon, and there's going to be a lot of priorities and goals around that. So we'll focus on a couple. So your priority in the vision of finishing that first marathon is that you need to eat healthy and let's say you're injury prone. And so you want to make sure that you're taking care of that. Those are your main priorities that you need to address along the way so that you can hit those goals that you have for finishing your first marathon. And when you create those goals and tactics, you can take these priorities into consideration. Your goal might be training for your race without getting injured. You might have weekly mileage goals or eating a certain number of calories a day or a week. And those are those goals that you're going to have for the end of your training in your race and then also along the way. And from there, then you can identify what are the tactics, those things that are 100% in your control around this goal. It might be stretching before every run that you do. It might be incorporating strength training or tracking your food intake using a log. Let's now look at a non-running example. Because there are a lot of times when a plan or a strategy can really help us. And let's say you want to get a new job and planning for that is really important because sometimes when you might think I'm ready for a new job, but until you have a plan in place, it's going to take a lot longer for you to get there. The priority around this goal might be to make sure that your bills are paid. So with that priority in mind might mean that you need to stay at your job a little bit longer. And then once you have that priority in place, then you can start to establish those goals that you have as part of your strategy. So your goal might be landing a new job at the end of the 12 weeks, and not only a new job, but a job that you're really excited about. And then for the tactics, you might determine something like each week, I'm going to conduct five informational interviews. So you really have been able to break it down into those smaller steps, those tasks that you can do on a regular basis that are really going to be able to set you up for success 
in order to achieve getting a new job. As you plan, there are a few key things to factor in to help make it easy to follow. Some of these keys include having accountability or ownership over the goals that you're setting for yourself. How are you going to stay accountable for it? Some things that help are having a weekly check-in, checking in and seeing how did you do on your weekly goals. I know whenever I run a marathon and I'm training for that, I write down my schedule and my plan. And then every day and every week, I look at that. Did I hit what I was supposed to hit for that day? And then I look at the week and I check in to see, was I accountable for the goals that I set for myself? Another thing to factor in is that your plan must be flexible. Know that it can and it will change. And this is really where a growth mindset comes in. It's okay if you have a week where things happen. Injuries are going to happen, life events, other things are going to come your way. But that's okay because the purpose of a plan is to help get you back on track when those things happen. Know along the way that if you're just flexible with it, it's going to change and that's not going to be a bad thing for you. And along with that, you want to be proactive, not reactive. The goals, the tactics, and the priorities ideally should be things that are mostly in your control so that you're not relying on someone else or something else in order to accomplish what you need to achieve. And the last key is that you want to break it down as much as possible. You can do it in chunks that work for you. It might be two weeks. It might be four weeks. It might be six weeks. Break it down and have a reflection period after those chunks. Again, that's where flexibility really helps is if things didn't go exactly as planned, you can adjust it for the next three weeks and really keep you on track. But I promise that it's probably not going to change all that much, but at least it gives you permission to have that flexibility. So now you're ready to create a rock solid strategy to help you achieve your bigger vision. And if you approach it like a marathon and create a plan that maps out where you're going, you're putting yourself in the best position to succeed. With your plan in place, you'll feel much more confident, energized, and motivated. And you'll even surprise yourself on how fast you will get to your ideal finish. Until next time, I'll catch you on the run. Thanks again for joining us on the Run to Thrive podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. If you're interested in learning more about how you can live, lead, and run at your best, visit coachingontherun.com and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Coaching on the Run. And if you like what you heard today on Run to Thrive, please leave a review and remember to subscribe to receive new episodes as soon as they're released. Until next time, I'll catch you on the run.